Happy holidays, bombshells. I hope you had a peaceful and cozy holiday weekend with your loved ones and made the best of a different holiday this year in COVID isolation. I ate too many potato chips and chocolate, drank champagne and danced around the living room with my little poodle, Lily. It was our first Christmas without my other poodle, Diva. She passed this past May and it's been seven months now, but we got through it. Lily and I watched movies. We did a Doris Day Rock Hudson marathon, all three of their movies together, Pillow Talk, Lover Come Back, and Send Me No Flowers. Now, Doris doesn't fall into the bombshell category, but I still love Doris Day. I mean, just absolutely love Doris Day. She was a great actress in both comedy and drama, and she was a beautiful singer as well as dancer. Anyway, I wanted to get one last podcast in before the new year to inspire you that going into the new year, I want you to make better and wiser choices. Put yourself first and to be open to receiving more. But first, I'm Dee, your Feminine Confidence Coach, and I've been influenced by my lifelong love of old Hollywood when glamour and femininity reign supreme. I want to help inspire you to tap into your inner feminine, encouraging you to not fear to shine your brilliance and be seen. Moving through life gracefully and powerfully is about mindset, attitude, and lifestyle, and you should be unapologetic in owning your feminine power. With each episode, my goal is to help inspire and elevate the quality of your life and encourage you to celebrate you. Thank you for being here. Tell your friends and please leave a review if you like what you hear. So I read this book, Ask and It Is Given, Learning to Manifest Your Desires by Esther and Jerry Hicks. Many of you most probably already know of them. I have followed their page on Instagram for a while and I have known of them for quite a while, but I never read any of their books. Now, I have for a long time, as you have, I'm sure, been aware of the law of attraction. Since back in the 90s when Oprah first had Rhonda Byrne on talking about her book, The Secret. We are all fully aware of the law of attraction and how everything is energy and what you think about is brought back to you. What you put out, you you bring back. But I want to stress to you my excitement and my desire in highly recommending this book and that you need to read it because it so clearly and deeply explains the law of attraction in a way that makes you get it. I mean, fully understand it deeply at your core that you finally get it. And perhaps it is because the book was not written by a human, but by Abraham which is the non-human entity that speaks to and through Esther Hicks. It is Abraham that is speaking through Esther as she typed the book. I know, I know, very woo-woo, weird. Trust me when I say to you that everyone I know that has read this book speaks of its greatness. Now, this book is about energy and positive thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and to focus on the positive and not the negative. And I can't go into all of it here. It's very deep and intricate and 
involved, but I mentioned this book as a referral to you that I highly recommend it if you read only one book in 2021, let it be this one so you have a true understanding of the power of the law of attraction. But this book is also about asking and receiving. And this is really what this episode is about. You get in life what you have the courage to ask for. Without the asking that precedes it, there can be no answering. Let me tell you a quick little story that just happened to me this month that speaks to this very thing. I rent monthly and live in a garden apartment in a nice, quiet, middle-class neighborhood in North Jersey. I've lived here for 12 years. It's served its purpose. This is the apartment I lived through, the economic crash, built my bridal business, was caregiver to so many. And this is the apartment I lost my husband, I lost my three cats, my father, then my mother, and most recently, my diva. This is the place I lived in COVID isolation for this whole past year. My lease was up end of this month. I did not want to resign. I wanted to move forward, level up, get a nicer place, start a new life now that I was free from all responsibilities. And I was just, you know, it was just myself and my Lily love now. My mom, when she, before she passed last year, was only 30 minutes away from me in her senior living place. And I did want to move last year. Uh, but because I needed to be close to her, I saw out that responsibility to my mother and I stayed for another year. And then, of course, nobody could foresee that we were going to be isolated this year in COVID hell. But again, this apartment for the last 12 years served its purpose. It was time to move on. However, we're still in COVID isolation. It's now flu season on top of it. It's now cold weather season. Holidays makes it more a bit difficult to move in December. And on top of it, many places were only showing apartments virtually and not in person, which I wasn't happy about, though I understand why due to the pandemic. But I'm not about to sign a lease when I haven't seen the apartment in person. So I took some comfort that even though I was going to stay one more year, at least I was told through the grapevine I heard that they weren't going to be raising the rent on anyone due to the financial strain that everyone had. And then I got my new lease to sign and they did raise me. They raised me the full 5% allowed by law. What? Who does that? I was pissed. Now I really didn't want to stay and sign another year, just on principle. But I calmed down. I took a breath thought about what I was going to do. And while I was thinking about what I was going to do, I opened the next book on my list, my reading list to read, and it's Ask and It Is Given. And only one chapter in, I closed the book, I got up, I put on my coat, I went the few blocks over to the management's office, walked in and said, I think it stinks you would raise my rent after the year we all just lived through. 
and you know I'm in the beauty industry and how hard my industry got hit. I've never been late on my rent in the 12 years I've lived here. And I've never been late even one month during COVID and my financial struggles this year. I want a new kitchen. No begging, no demanding. I just stated what I wanted. And then they said, okay, (laughs) you're right. We shouldn't have raised you. You're a good tenant and we're not going to raise you. uh, And yes, we will give you a new kitchen. Really? It was just that easy, I thought. Oh my goodness, I should have realized, I should have asked for a new car too. (laughs) Now, life doesn't always work exactly like this. And many times it isn't this quick or easy. But my point is that I was clear in what I wanted and I spoke up and I asked for it. If I didn't ask, I wouldn't have had a new kitchen right now. And the second point I want to make is that we all have heard the saying, life is not happening to you, it's happening for you. And so often this is true, though we can't understand it many times when we're going through the struggle and the stress. If I never got the rent increase, I wouldn't have my new kitchen. In other words, if I received my new lease with no increase, which is what I was told originally, then I would have just signed the new lease and that would have been that for another year. But because they instead raised me, which caused me to be upset, stressed out, mad that I wasn't even going to get anything for that increase, it actually caused me to speak up and ask for what I wanted, which was a more modern, updated kitchen. These apartments were built in the late 40s, early 50s. So, you know, they're they're old garden apartments. And that kitchen was just finished last week, right before Christmas. So Merry Christmas to me. I now have new counters, new um, new floor, freshly painted appliances, cabinets, everything. Really, really nice. But how many times do we just put up with things except the crumbs life throws at us? We as women hate to ask for anything. And we are even worse at receiving anything. We are the ones that help others. We don't ask for help. We are the ones that do for others. It's hard to accept anyone else doing for us or giving to us. It's awkward to receive. It's awkward to ask. We aren't used to it. For many women, they can't even receive a man opening a door or giving a compliment because they don't trust it to be sincere or done out of respect and not just trying to hit on you or get something from you. Not asking for help is past trauma of being let down, being used, and being disappointed. Not asking for help is because we don't feel worthy of receiving. It's a survival tactic. We need to shield ourselves against betrayal and disappointment. Past friendships that took more than they gave. People that told us, you can count on me, and then abandoned us, right? 
We want to be shielded against the lies and the betrayals. We learned along the way that you couldn't trust people, male or female. We learned if I don't put myself in a situation where I rely on somebody, I won't have to be disappointed when they don't show up for me. So you don't trust anyone anymore and you don't trust yourself either because you feel that you're not choosing the right people. To trust is to hope. To trust is vulnerability. To receive is to make yourself vulnerable. So you just stop asking. Independence is good. Independence is needed. The ability to do things on our own proves to us how very strong and capable we are. That's a good thing. That gives us a sense of security to know that no matter what life throws at us, we can deal with it, rise above it. But in truth, we're scared. Scared to hope, scared to dream, scared to believe, scared to be let down, be disappointed again. I am one of these women. I do everything on my own, alone. I never ask for help. I can't tell you how many times I was let down and disappointed in my life. From childhood, I had an older sister that would manipulate and bribe me to do her errands and chores in exchange for playing with me. And I'd be so excited and desperately wanted her to play with me that I got sucked in every single time, believing. And then afterwards, she would say to me, I said I'd play with you. I never said when. Get lost. Okay. All right. Who hasn't been let down and disappointed by siblings that picked on us and hurt us? (laughs) Maybe that wasn't a great example. But also, and more deeply hurt, by a husband that was a drug user. And if anyone has anyone with a habit of any kind of addiction in their life, then you know what it's like to get your heart broken over and over and over again when you get let down and disappointed. But the disappointments that hurt the most in my lifetime were the letdowns and disappointments that came from other females. Females that you thought were your friend. Females that actually looked me right in the eye and said, you can count on me. And then they didn't honor their word. What woman hasn't been betrayed, let down and lied to by another woman? We've all experienced it. And while it cuts deeply, when a boyfriend or a husband does it to us, when another woman does it, I think it's worse somehow because we are supposed to be a sisterhood of support for one another. But I don't want to be that woman that is afraid to ask and afraid to receive. I don't want to be that woman anymore. I just want to make better choices and not be upset when someone shows me who they are. You know, I love quotes and my favorite quote is when someone shows you who they are, believe them. Going forward into this new year, I'm not going to take any act of letdown or disappointment to mean anything about me. I'm not taking anything personally, which is very typical of what we women do. We always make it about us. 
that somehow it was our fault that somebody didn't keep their word to us. But that's not true. It's just that some people have no integrity of their word. I'm just going to cut people out of my life immediately that show me they have no integrity of their word and be done with it. Because me personally, I have, I, I'm not perfect. I have faults. But one of my strengths that I know is that I have integrity of my word. I keep my word, maybe because I have been disappointed and let down so many times by others that I don't want to be that person that does it to another human being. So I always keep my word. And if I cannot, after I say I will, I fess up, I admit, I apologize. And, you know, I I don't run and hide from it. In the new year, I'm going to start online dating again and be open to receive and trust and hopefully find love. I was going to do it again at the beginning of this year. It was on my my list. But of course, COVID had, uh, you know, taken over. The truth is trauma that is acknowledged is trauma that can be healed. And I know I'm worthy of asking and receiving. And you are too, bombshell. You are worthy of love. You are worthy to be adored. You are worthy to have someone help you, have someone respect you. You are worthy of others keeping their promise to you. You are worthy simply because you exist. So I repeat again, you get in life what you have the courage to ask for. Without the asking that precedes it, there can be no answering. When you don't ask for help, you don't get any. There are so many women out there in different professions to offer you help with exactly what it is you need help with. So reach out, ask for help. Don't live the same year over and over again. In 2021, make it about you and finally getting the help you need in whatever that is. I am one of these women that want to help you. I would love to help you. I can help with your uh, self-worth mindset. I can help you move forward, uh, putting your best self of and your appearance forward skincare makeup etc in closing i wish for you a safe new year's eve a fun new year's eve in spite of still being in covid isolation darling make the best of it make it a little glamorous drink the champagne be festive and be positive and look forward to a prosperous and abundant 2021. I'm going to be home alone again with just myself and Lily, probably eating too much potato chips again and too much dark chocolate while hmm, maybe watching either Susan Hayward or Natalie Wood Marathon this time. And of course, more champagne and dancing around the living room with my Lily love. I'll see you in the new year when we talk more about setting new goals for the year for a new you and asking and receiving more for ourselves in 2021. And I'm going to do an episode on glamour and how to add more of it into your life. So in closing, darling, please leave a review if you uh, like what you hear and tell your friends to subscribe. 
Until next time, stay fabulous.